Let's get into our picks. Uh, it, it is our pick picks. Picks. As, picks. As a reminder, we are picks. SEC after dark. Joining me is the host of Locked On Ole Miss, Stephen Willis, the host of Tide Talk Live, Jake Thomas, and that dude, Jeb Beecham. And He's I'm Corey person. Burton, host of Believe in Georgia Dogs. I'm also mm. guest spotting on Illegal Motion. And then all of us join forces right here at SC After Dark. So this week, we're going to start with the voice of God. Oh, we're going to start oh, with the voice of God this week? Maybe. We're going to start with the voice of God. And then I will roll call it from there. So our first matchup is Nick Saban's alma mater. Uh, I don't know if he's going to make it back for homecoming or not. But no. <laughs> um, Georgia rolls uh, – they, they – uh, they roll into Athens 45-point underdogs. Can they cover that? Becky. Kent, yeah, Kent State Man. rolls in to, to pretty, Athens as okay. favorites, yes. <laughs> I say, I'm pretty sure George is not the underdogs. But this is going to be my week to redeem myself. I'm going to hop into first place. And to do that, I had to like really dig deep, and I looked to the head coaches to help me make these decisions. So Kent State has Sean Lewis. Pretty hot with a baseball cap and a beard. It's a good look. I approve. But without the cap and without the beard, he looks like that dude that's your tax attorney that's going to take the extra minute to make sure you really understand why you're making the decisions that you're making. And I like that. He's going to take care of you. He's also going to take care and cover the spread with Georgia. So I'm taking Kent State. Nice. Becky, Becky, if you want to get another glimpse of uh, of Coach Lewis, he was on Believe in Badgers uh, back in the summer. So, I oh, will check it out. Does he have a baseball cap and a beard? Probably. I can't remember what he was wearing. <laughs> Probably more memorable for you. But, yeah, so that's why I said at, at, at the top of this thing that Kent State was rolling into Athens as 45-point underdogs. Um so, also, if you're in the um, chat, make your picks, please. Yes, mm-hmm. make your picks. We we will. Uh, we, we we do like that. Uh, I'm taking I'm taking Georgia here to cover. Just you know, for for no other reason than I think it'll just be a 55 to three type game where they get Brock Vandegrift in for some significant snaps. I just want to see, I just want to see the offense rolling and, and a chance to get Carson Beck some meaningful minutes in the first half and 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 get Stetson in and out and. And, and be done with it. If you want the full full breakdown, which is not much, but go to Believe in Believe in Dogs uh, YouTube channel and subscribe and, and, and check out the content we have rolling there on on this Kent State matchup. So, Steve, um, this is one of those games you just until Georgia doesn't cover, um, you don't do anything about it. Um, we need to get um, Captain Commodore back up. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Jeb Jeb is picking Georgia. Yeah, Captain Commodore is picking Georgia. Uh, Jake, where are you at? Yeah, you know I I was kind of iffy at first on this because I mean a couple of weeks ago they, you guys played Stanford and only or Stanford and only gave it thirty three points and only scored thirty three points. I did. That was that and, that was a Chris Hatcher. He didn't want to embarrass him type thing. I, I know. They, they so, but covered that thing. Yeah, I don't even think there's a line in that game, honestly, if I, if I remember correctly. But I, I think uh, I, I think Georgia covers and covers easily. Yeah, this one he's. He, I don't think he has the same sympathy for. And Sean Lewis gave him some rat poison too. So. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Becky. No. Yeah. All right, Jeff. All right. I just want to point out I was back for a while there. You left that picture up on purpose. I know it. 
No, I'm, I'm taking Georgia to cover this one. Uh, Kent State's actually played a couple ranked teams this season already, and nobody's covered this kind of spread on them yet, but nobody's been Georgia yet. And Georgia's just been beating the crap out of people this season. So I feel like they're going to they're gonna run this one up too. And so I'm taking yeah. Georgia to cover. They, uh, they made Spencer Rattler look like the Heisman front runner that he self-described himself. <laughs> yeah. All right, Becky. Missouri travels to the Plains. Auburn is seven-point favorites. What do you got? Okay, so Missouri. Elijah Drinkwitz, right? Mm-hmm. Total goober. He Nerd. looks like a goober, but he's a goober Nerd. that's going to absolutely beat Auburn. And as I learned from y'all tonight, thank you for the hot tip, Missouri has Lizzie Borden on the team, so they're going to cut straight <laughs> through Auburn. <laughs> Total confidence. <laughs> That's good. That's good. The voice of God has spoken. Voice of God has spoken. Missouri, Missouri. All right, I'm take. I, I, I've been, I've been defending Auburn all show long, so I'm just gonna stick with that, man. I'm picking Auburn. It's, it's the, it's the home field. It's the defense that I think is going to be the difference in this thing. Um, it, it's. It's going to be like a ten to three type type situation, but that's a that'd be a that'd be a uh, or like a no, but... fourteen to three or thirteen to three or some sort of they're gonna they're gonna cover it and they're gonna make a sweat for for most of the game, but they'll they'll cover this thing. Steve, all right, um, I like Missouri, like um, Lizzie Borden to um, bust off a punt return or some sort of a big play. That would be the difference in a 10-7, to 13-10 type game will be that big play. It will be the thing. It might be the death knell in Brian Harson's coffin. Mm. All right. Jeb. Now that you're... Tell me y'all can still hear me for the league this year. I think Auburn. Auburn. Uh, been counting Kentucky and Tennessee. Somebody needs to get a win here. And, and I really think it's a home field advantage. I think... This could be a 20 to 6, 20 to 10 top game in the favor of Auburn. All right. Our next matchup is Mississippi State hosting Bowling Green. Mississippi State, after a second half collapse in Baton Rouge, Vegas has said, Vegas has spoken, they are 30 point favorites over Bowling Green. So Bowling Green must be pretty mm-hmm. awful. Becky, do you believe it? Are you buying it? You know, I don't like big spreads. I almost always pick against them. But Scott Lofloor, Lofloor, however you say this dude's name, Lefler, 100% peaked in high school. You know this dude drinks too much. And like Al Bundy, like annoys his waiters with his glory day stories. He doesn't have it. It's not happening. Definitely going Mississippi State. We should all change our picks now. Um, if you're not picking Mississippi State, I, I I am on the bandwagon. I just think they're going to be a pissed off team. I think Mike Leach is. I think that might be the wake up call that they needed. Uh, that collapse and all those missed opportunities in Baton Rouge. They're at home. Bowling Green's not going to be able to handle those cowbells. It's going to be like a thirty-eight nothing, forty-two to six type game uh, for Mississippi State. So I think Mississippi State gets the cover and the win. I think it'll end up being some points like a 42 to 14, something like that, a 35 to 7, something that doesn't quite get to 30 points. That's the reason I'm taking Bowen Green to cover this line. But he peaked in high school. So. He peaked in absolute high school. 
He scored four Jeb? touchdowns for Paul Kai. He did. He absolutely did. Jeb? She makes a compelling argument, but I was kind of following the same uh, thought process as Steve here. I uh, Just looking at Bowling Green, because I don't know that much about them. I mean, they, their last couple games, one went into seven overtimes, looks like, and they took Marshall into overtime last week. I just I see them as a team that just plays hard, and I feel like they're going to do their best to keep it at least close enough to cover in this game. All righty. Jake? Not so fast, my friends. Ooh. Oh. No, oh. um, oh. I, I I I like Mississippi State here. Um, Bowling Green's gonna win out route. Yeah, I I just I I, I don't think they're gonna have a second half second half collapse like they did last week. And and that first half they was giving all LSU trouble and then just fell apart in the second half. So I I really think Mississippi State's a really good team. Will Rogers is a great quarterback, so I think he's gonna get it done here and and they cover. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Tulsa, no, Florida travels Ooh. to UT. Florida is ten and a half point road dogs in Knoxville, Tennessee, running through the T. It's football time in Tennessee. Becky, is Tennessee in this matchup, which has been a nightmare of matchups for this program? Can they cover? Can they win and cover this ten and a half point spread? They absolutely can. So Billy Napier, right? He just shapeshifts between like this attractive dude and the one I don't want standing behind me at the gas station. So the volunteers mean, are going to volunteer to be walking people blade? to their cars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's all Tennessee. <laughs> the guy standing behind you. Yeah, no, I'm taking Tennessee because Hendon Hooker is going to have a freaking field day on this defense. Um, they're not going to be able to stop this offense. It's going to be a blitzkrieg. It's going to be Fast, 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 fast. And they're going to score 28 points before they even realize it. And every time I think of this Tennessee offense, I think of I, – I just it's seared in my memory the, the Kentucky game where Kentucky had 42 minutes of time of possession to, to Tennessee's 13. I don't know if that math adds up, but the seconds, I guess, make it even. But Tennessee had something like 13 and some change time of possession, and they scored – and they won 42 to 14. That's how quickly they can score. And that's how quickly I think they're going to score. And Florida's going to blink. It's going to be the second quarter. They're going to be down like 24 to 3. Mm. And it's just, going to, it's just going to be ugly. Yeah. Same See, thing. Yeah. Take away the forward pass. And I just don't know if Florida has the horses to be able to even keep up. They can't even do what Kentucky did in a loss last year. And end up losing that game in that one you just described. They they can't run the ball that effectively. I think I think Florida is going to be fine. They're real similar to Brian Kelly. It's just not going to be this year. Right, and they're going to be good. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. I, we're not saying Billy Napier is going to be a failure and he's going to be he's going to be fired immediately and all that good stuff. I I think he's certainly on the right trajectory. Dan Mullen just left that cupboard so so bare. Jeb. Yeah, no, I agree. It looks like uh, Cedric Tillman's going to be fine. Jalen Hyatt's come on this year. It looks great. I think this offense, Jabari Small should be back too, which is nice. This offense is just firing on all cinders. There is no reason they should not cover this spread. Uh, you know, I'm a little worried about that curse hitting us, but I think this year, I think we finally get that. We get past that. I don't know if it's finally, because like you said, Florida's going to be good, but this year we get past it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 Jake. I, yeah, I think I think Tennessee covers and covers easily. 
Uh, I just, I just don't think Florida's got it at quarterback this year, and it's kind of funny because everybody was screaming for AR last year, and looks like Florida was better offensively with Emory Jones than they are with Anthony Richardson right now. So, yeah. uh, I just think Tennessee scores and scores often. Mm-hmm. Very good. All right, Becky Tulsa, the Golden Hurricanes, who your husband Steve has uh, so eloquently described in his morning walk, what a Golden Hurricane actually is. So if you want to, if you want to listen to that, listen to uh, Locked On Ole Miss. The content must have been really. Is it kind of like a, a golden family tower? show, sir. <laughs> I don't, don't want to know that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I did not say that, but I thought it had maybe something to do with the Dust Bowl potentially because hurricanes golden. don't get to Oklahoma. <laughs> You know, maybe it was dusty. Yeah, and and whenever they said it was like um, a press clipping talking about the Tulsa players attacking the other team, like, is it a tornado? No, it's like a hurricane. And that's where their nickname came from. And it was like, oh, that's disappointing. Yeah, I guess Steve had to recover that. (laughs) I was trying to to steer us off the rails here. All right, so uh, anyway, Tulsa comes in as 21. I know, good save, Steve. Uh, Tulsa is 21-point underdogs in Vaught-Hemingway Stadium. Becky, what you got? No. Tulsa has Philip Montgomery at the helm. Philip Montgomery. This cat's going to be stranded on an island with Gilligan. There ain't no way he can compete with Ole Miss. It's going to be Ole Miss. Hotty toddy, baby. She has done her research on these these head coaches. (laughs) Philip Montgomery. Yeah. That's one I think she'd know. The, the next game is going to be the one I'll, I'll be impressed with. All right. Ole Miss. Yeah, I, I think Jackson Dart has easily run this job. I, I think this Ole Miss offense is starting to find its groove. Uh, you're going to keep seeing uh, – the. I think you're going to see more of what they brought to the table in Atlanta last week. With uh, They did a lot of that on the ground too, mm-hmm. which is impressive. So I, I think Ole Miss is going to pro- – I think they have a good chance to double the spread actually, so I'm taking Ole Miss. Steve? Yeah, it's one of those things. They could have scored 80 points against Georgia Tech. They they quit yeah. scoring in the fourth quarter. Lane Kiffin said it was out of empathy of knowing what Jeff Collins was going through. He just didn't want to pour it on him. And they absolutely could. Zach Evans and Quinchon Judkins, those are dudes. Those are absolute dudes. I think there's a chance um, Tulsa's offense is good enough to where Ole Miss's eight-game streak of giving up less than 21 points is in jeopardy, but Ole Miss is second in the country in scoring defense right now at 4.3 points a game. Uh, yeah, yeah it, it's, it's bizarre. Ole Miss hasn't necessarily played anybody, but even before when they hadn't played anybody, they didn't put up numbers like this. So um, I do think they're going to um, cover, cover fairly easily. And if it looks like it did against Georgia Tech, if Ole Miss plays like they did against Georgia Tech, nobody's beaten Ole Miss this year. Right. Jeb? Yeah, I can't argue with that. I'd, I'd already taken Ole Miss to cover before even hearing some of that. Tulsa, Tulsa to me seems like a pretty good team for their division, but Ole Miss is just playing so well. And I, I don't see how Tulsa's going to keep it close. Jake? Yeah, I got Ole Miss, and they, their defense is much improved. Going off of what Steven said, they haven't played nobody. But they're they're putting up video game numbers right now, and, and on defensive side and, and offensively, they're getting rolling as well. So, I got Ole Miss, and I got them easy. All righty, our next matchup: uh, Vanderbilt put a damper 
on Northern Northern Illinois' bid to win the SEC. Uh, so that that's a little bummer for the for the Huskies there uh, from Decatur, Illinois. Uh, but Northern comes in to Lexington. They are uh, the the Kentucky Wildcats are favored by twenty six and a half. Uh, they had that big, I guess you could call it an upset over Florida early in, earlier in the season. Becky, what you got? Guys, guys, Thomas Hammock, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I want, wow. he's so stinking cute. I want to be held by him. I want to hug him. I love him. He is going to keep Northern Illinois hey. safe. He's not going to allow them hey. to be beat by 26 and a half points. That's not happening. <laughs> They're not going to win. But he's going to protect their dignity, and they're going to cover. All right. A short leash, <laughs> now Steve. I'm impressed. Yeah, uh, seriously. I thought it was just Ed Reed, but apparently it's everybody. Yeah. Thomas <laughs> Hammock gives the best hugs. You just know he does. Is it the apparently name? Every head coach in the MAC. Look him up. He's he's wonderful. Who knew she, that Becky she, was a Maxim person? I thought she, she was. Loved, I had her. I had her pet for fun. Yeah, and yeah. Then, she loves the action. First with Sean Lewis, now with, now with this guy. Um, no, I, I think Kentucky's gonna beat the brakes off of them. Um, honestly, I, I think it's gonna be a, I think it's gonna be a four touchdown affair. I think, I think it's, I think it's barely a cover because I don't know if Kentucky's that explosive. But um, you're gonna wonder. You're gonna be like, I'm, I'm gonna be sitting there in the fourth quarter going, why did I pick Kentucky? And they're gonna score a touchdown and go, okay, that's why. Um, I think their defense is going to get one. I think they're going to get one on special teams with Barry and Brown, uh, the, the pride of the Pearl Cone Firebirds. Uh, and uh, I think the Wildcats will win and get the cover. Steve? Uh, same thing. Wildcats win cover. Um, Northern Illinois got beat by 10 um, at home by Vanderbilt last week. And I think Kentucky is better than Vanderbilt. So did Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Sure. So did Hawaii. Um, Jib? You know, I, and this one I ended up taking Northern Illinois to cover. I, I just – I think I'm giving them props for playing two SEC teams in a row. That's just impressive. Not many not many smaller teams are in these conferences would do that. Uh, I, I feel like Kentucky's going to end up playing a little bit down to their competition. They're not – they're going to win. They're going to win pretty easily, but I don't think they're going to just run the numbers up on them. And so I think that spread is just a little too big. Jake? Nah, I think Kentucky covers. I think it's going to be like a 34, 35-point game at the end of it. All righty. Well, the, the the next matchup was uh, was a fairly heated debate on uh, earlier in the show. I think we yeah. know where most of us stand here. <laughs> but, yeah, we uh, kind of let that one out, didn't we? Yeah, I kind of let that cat yeah. out of that bag there. But uh, A&M hosts Arkansas, hosts Arkansas, in Arlington and Jerry World, uh, they are one and a half point favorites on a neutral site. Mm. So, Becky, we haven't heard from you yet on this matchup. No, this is not a fun one. I'm just gonna say, stupid Jimbo Fisher and his stupid name are gonna manage to outsmart Arkansas, which I guess is a major accomplishment. So, yay, A and M. Yay. Okay, so I think Sam Pittman's bringing liquor to the party. You know, you remember that press press conference where he said, yeah, we don't know what they're going to bring to the party. Some people bring sweet tea, some people bring liquor. I think they're going to bring the liquor and they're going to have some fun. I, I, I For the reasons I said earlier, 
I think KJ Jefferson is a difference maker. I think this defense gets some things figured out. And I think they do just enough to stop them. And that's all they have to do is just enough to, to get that. They can win by one point, and they cover. And they win. And here we are. I think Arkansas is a better team, though. Give me, give me the Ragebacks. Woo, pig, suey. Um, I think Arkansas is going to bring a salad tray to the party, complete with carrot sticks and maybe a side of ranch dressing um, because they're definitely not going to be the filling team in this matchup because I'm going to sit with some Texas barbecue if you want something to have a, in a situation where the party and it tastes really good and it's exactly what you want is filling. Max Johnson is able to get it done against a putrid pass defense. Texas A&M's defense does just enough against K.J. Jefferson, although um, D.J. Durkin's a defensive coordinator, and he gave up 51 points last year to Arkansas, but we won't even think about that for a second. Um, I'm going to say Texas A&M. What you didn't realize, Steve, is that they're actually bringing Judge Beans Texas barbecue. So, Oh, Judge Beans. Judge Beans. All right, Jeb. I think they bring Sam's Cola. Get it? Because Walmart's in Arkansas. It doesn't matter. No, I. <laughs> uh, no, I and, actually, it's, and, and, and it's Sam Pittman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The double whammy right. there. That's Sam's good one, Jeff. That's perfect, yeah. <laughs> That's, uh, no, no. I, th- I Honestly, I still think Arkansas is the better team than this. I, I know A&M has a lot of talent. But like I said, they're missing a the quarterback, which is probably the most important position. And I'm just not a believer right now in what they're doing this year at all. They haven't done anything even against Miami last week. I know that was a good game. But they still haven't done enough to convince me that they're gonna they're gonna coach a good game yet. So I'm going with Arkansas, who I like. Jake. Uh Becky Becky, I know you and Steve share a house together, but you can think on your own. You ain't gotta pick everything he does. <laughs> but uh you you you're your own, you know. But anyway, oh. uh yeah he's gonna put cassidy on you yeah no i i do think arkansas is the better team i don't care if it is pretty much it's pretty much gonna be a home game for texas but the thing about it is kj jefferson is probably a top five maybe a top 10 quarterback nationally Matt johnson probably isn't a top 100 quarterback nationally and it's gonna come down to the quarterback play and KJ Jefferson is going to, going to go off, and and I think, you know, I just don't think A and M can score twenty, and, and they're going to have to score twenty in this game. I feel like. So, after hearing y'all talk, I'm actually looking forward to this game now. I before we got in here and had this debate, I could care less about this football game, but now I want to watch it. Yeah. No, he, here's the reason why, because now, the, the way John has described it, he said Sam Pittman is going to cram a carrot stick up Jimbo's butt. <laughs> That's good. Yo, man, that's so good. That's Let's so go. good. Yeah. Is it is it before he trims it? That's that's an important LFG. Detail. That's an important yeah. detail. All right. Um so Becky, Charlotte, coached by none of well, I'm gonna let you reveal that. Uh they roll yeah. into Columbia. Uh they're gonna listen to Sandstorm. Uh and that and Vegas said that the, the threat of Sandstorm and it may still be hot and uh, they're just coming off a huge loss. They still think that South Carolina is 22.5-point favorites over the Charlotte 49ers. Becky, what you got? Okay, well, Charlotte, coached by, we can all agree, Tom Cruise's less attractive nephew, Will Healy. Looks mm. looks pretty pretty good with a hat and a headset, right? Like, so, okay, I'm on your team, Mr. Healy. 
But when he, like, gets into coach mode and he stares people down, I feel like you just impulsively start calling him sir. And I think South Carolina is going to respond to this. They're going to be served by Charlotte. Not only is Charlotte not going to lose by 22 and a half points, Charlotte's going to keep it within seven points. Oh, wow. He does look like he would be related to Tom Cruise. Yeah, that's true. He really does. That, that is... I'm sorry, but, but Becky's thing, it, we have our own little version of Leonard's Losers. Y'all remember Leonard's Losers? Yeah. That is what's going on. This is fantastic. It is. It's good stuff. I love this. Yes. Becky, don't ever change. All right. Um, no. South Carolina coming off a, well, let's just say it, ass kicking. Um, Spencer Rattler looked, uh, if he looked average, that would have been an improvement. He looked dreadful. Um, but this is going to be one of those games where you look at it and say, okay, this is why everyone thinks Rattler's actually good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be one of those deceiving type games. He, I think Rattler's going to have a big game. I think, uh, you know, this offense, they, they flashed a few things that could make you say, okay, they, they have some potential there. Uh, Jaheim Bell being one of those weapons uh, at uh, at is one of the receiving options there, but uh, they, they, they do an okay uh, running the ball. And of course they're coached by a beamer. So, you know, special teams is going to be on point. Give me the Gamecocks this week. Steve. Yeah. I like um, South Carolina as well. Although Spencer Rattler this season, you know, when you think of, you think of Rattler, you think of a rattlesnake, but it's more of a goo goo gaga type rattle that he is throwing out this season. Um, but I think South Carolina will do enough to cover this line. See, I'm trying to catch up with Becky, and it may not land, but whatever. There's only so much we can do. Yeah, she is ruling this pick segment. All right, Jeb? Uh, no, I actually agree with what you were saying, Corey. It was kind of the same thinking I had was this next couple of weeks, actually. I think Spencer Rattler's going to come out looking good, and they're going to start feeling good about him before he runs into the SEC, and it just all goes downhill for him again. Before he runs uh, into that Missouri week, defense? Yeah, I think I got A&M first, but then, yes. Mm-hmm. Jake? Yeah, two, two positive for South Carolina this week. Uh, Spencer Rowther's not going against an SEC defense, so he's going to look really good like you mentioned. And the other thing is there's going to be more than three people come sandstorm time for him, unlike last week when there's only like three three flag, you know, little, little towels in the air. So, yeah. They, 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 they all think, follow the t- – they all followed the uh, after the Title Nine ceremony. That that's just that was the only reason they were there. <laughs> right. Yeah. They to, so, they, so yeah, they're honoring I, all the women's sports. I, yeah. I once, think, once they left, the students think, were like, "Yeah, we're we're good." Yeah, I, I think South Carolina covers. All right. Well, we got two more games, and we might do a bonus selection here. Um, Vanderbilt rolls Ooh. into Tuscaloosa. They're three and one. Steve, no, actually Jeb was was holding up signs. We want Bama. We want Bama. We want Bama. <laughs> All right. Well, you're about to get every bit of Bama that you want. Bama coming comes in. They host Vandy, forty and a half point favorites. Becky, what you got? Okay, no. Clark Lee is gonna pop Papa Saban right in the mouth. Now, don't get me wrong. He's gonna get whooped for being so sassy with him, but he's gonna get his shot in. Sassy, huh? Okay. Oh yes, he's a sassy for us. Vanderbilt's gonna cover. Sassy. <laughs> my name it. is Clark Lee and I'm sassy. My name uh, is Clark Lee. I am no. s- 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 s-
He did Max Headroom. He's got short circuit out there. Uh, all right, so they got uh, they got road stomped, mud graded, mud stomped, road graded, whatever. Uh, whatever it was, Wake Forest came in and just completely pulled their pants down, gave him a wedgie, and uh, gave him a swirly all at the same time. Um, and I think that's what's going to happen in Tuscaloosa. I, I, I think just just the talent discrepancy. I mean, Vandy's going to play hard. They're going to do they're going to do what they what they need to do to show that they're improving as a program. But I just don't think it's going to be enough to cover the spread. I think Bama's a little. I think Bama, Nick Saban, and this offense is they need something to get them going. And I think this is this is the game. Steve. Um, I think um, Alabama is going to win this and cover this, and Vandy deserves all the credit in the world for getting to three to one, three and one, no doubt. They deserve all that credit. Just this rank game, them for one week. Yeah, this game, they're going to take their L, and they're going to try and find the games against Missouri and against them. Well, next year they play Auburn, so maybe they can get that one as well. Um, you know, South Carolina, those are the games that they're going to have to make their bank on um three and one they got to win three sec games to get bowl eligible that's not going to happen this year but this has been a successful season already for clark lee but Bama's is going to roll it might be 56 to 7. yeah they already hit their they already hit the over um jeb yeah no i agree i think clark lee is uh has done a good job this season so far he's he's going to be fine but uh I, the only thing that worries me about this game is the spread, just because that's you know that's a big spread for an SEC game. But I don't think Alabama's gonna have as much trouble hitting it as you would think. I'm picking them to cover. Jake. All right. So uh, question and answer, answer time, guys. All right. So question. True. All right. Hang on. Pre 2020 season, and before all these excellent running back or quarterbacks that come in, what did Alabama hinge on? on their offense running running the ball exactly run the damn ball mark ingram derrick henry tj Yeldon. what has alabama have yet to do this year run the ball exactly run run, run ball it's true i I, i'm still a big believer Mm and you have to establish a run game to open up the offense since Alabama has not done that yet, I think they're going to take more of an approach of that, try to get the offensive line going a little bit better, get more continuity between them, get our running backs going. I think they I, – I really think Vandy can cover this. I think it's going to be like a 48-10 to 10 game just because Alabama is going to focus more on running the ball this week. Okay. Yeah. Right. Fair enough. I like I that. And joyless murder ball. That was yeah, Alabama man. football for a decade. And it's right, right now it's, it's not dead. it's not there. Yeah. Yeah. Jameer Gibbs <laughs> not, is not, not that, that dude. dude. No. But not Jason Cleland and Rodell Williams. Rodell Williams had fifteen uh, twelve guys on him last week and got out of it and made a touchdown. I don't know how he mm-hmm. did. But I mean he's, he could be that guy. Well, yeah. But <laughs> but We've got to get the run game established, and we have yet to do it. So Louis, I think Louisiana Monroe, who's a banana peel away from being Hillwood. Oh, yeah. By the way, um, before we get to the next game next week, Mighty Ducks game changers. Oh wow! Oh, back season two. Wow! Oh man! Whack! Oh, Whack. oh man! I'm ex- so excited. Yeah. I need to get on House of the Dragons too. 
Yeah, I'm going to wait and just bench the whole season. Is it good, Jeff? Yeah, I'm enjoying it so far. At this point, Steve, I'm with you on that. Yeah, I saw Top Gun Maverick. It was good, by the way. Okay, there you go. I need to watch that one, too. All right, John. Here you go. Last and certain. Well, we got one more bonus pick. Let's be honest. All right. Uh, New Mexico rolls into Baton Rouge. 31 and a half point favorites. I know I said uh, Mississippi State collapsed in the second half. Mississippi State should have been up 28 nothing in that in that game based yeah. on the first half. They had they had opportunity after opportunity after opportunity where LSU couldn't get going. LSU woke up on a special teams play. And absolutely, and all the credit to, to LSU and Brian Kelly, they absolutely dominated the second half and earned, mm-hmm. completely earned that victory. Um, and uh, Mississippi State did help them along the way. But that's football. That's going to happen. So credit to LSU for taking advantage of it because LSU did the same for Mississippi State in the first half, and Mississippi State did not take advantage of it. So mm-hmm. John's really nervous right now. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Becky. I'm sure. Okay, you are right. LSU did look much, much better. But when you look at Danny Gonzalez, who's the head coach of New Me- the University of New Mexico, right? Tell me you can't picture this man meeting you five minutes before the auto shop opens so that he can be beside you and make sure that they're not going to be taking advantage of you. He just has that look. He is a protector. He is not going to allow LSU to embarrass New Mexico. Not going to happen. New Mexico is going to cover. They're not going to win, but they're going to cover. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Yeah, I, I think Austin's <laughs> going to cover. I, I this is this is a this is a get well game for 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 uh, for the Bayou Bengals. Yeah, I'm taking LSU. Yeah, it's the Lobos versus the Tigers, the dogs versus the cats. I normally always go for the dogs in this situation because I'm not a cat person. But in this case, I'm taking LSU because dogs who go. love cats. And twins. What's up, Jeff? <laughs> and twins. Yeah, I don't know. New, New Mexico. What is going on? A commercial That's, before hey. you were old enough to hear it. <laughs> okay. Before you were old enough, definitely old enough to drink. It did a scary movie, too. It was pretty funny. Anyway, it's, Steve favorite, it's Steve's favorite beer. Yes. Coors Light! <laughs> did you hear about the truck, Coors Light truck, wrecking and threw Coors Light all over the interstate? They had to shut it down. Because it was covered with Coors Light cans oh down here in Florida. Steve, yeah. Steve just lifted the table six inches. All right. Um, go ahead, Jeb. No, actually, I just I kind of like New Mexico. They're kind of a scrappy little team. They play well. They score some points. Their defense isn't great, but they've been really good at taking the ball away. I think they do just enough to stay within this range here, maybe losing by about 23, 24 points. They're still going to lose, but but I like the way they're playing. I, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt and say New Mexico covers this one. And to answer the question, John, yes, LSU is the next game. Or Tennessee is the next game for LSU. Yeah. I thought it was Auburn. Jake. Sandwich game. Yeah. All right. I, it's a probably, the, probably the only only one on this panel that actually watched the Lobos play Boise State a few weeks ago. And really? I watched pretty much that entire Why? game. Because <laughs> it was like I couldn't sleep, and it's like one oh. o'clock in the morning. They were still on, so I just watched it. So, Boise State. I mean, they're an okay team. They're they're pretty much average, above average team. But the Lobos could not move the ball against them. And I think LSU is a lot better than than Boise State. I, I think they cover easily. 
Jake, Jake, are you going to get a Believe in Lobo's uh, podcast going here? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I just, I, I watched that game. I mean, it, I watched the entirety oh, of it. He like, like Locked On Lobos. That's what he needs yeah. to be. He needs to be the Locked Locked. On Lobo show. Oh. Hey, Jake. Duel again, Steve? Yeah. <laughs> Jake, you're right. Uh, it is Auburn. There's the next team for LSU. Tennessee okay. five next week. So, yeah. LSU's the next team for Tennessee to play. Hey, I know my teams. I, yeah, I know yeah. when Auburn plays, but I'm just kidding. <laughs> Auburn's my team, man. Yeah, well, I, I knew Tennessee's schedule, but I forgot about that bye week. So. Yeah. Oh, and full, full disclosure, we're doing the picks and everything. Ole Miss needs Texas A&M to win this game because if they win this game, they're probably going to have game day next week, by the way. That's true. Yeah, yeah that's, that's true. So that there's the motivation right there. Steve's just willing it to happen. All right. Speaking last of existence. Our last pick is honorary SEC members, uh, members of the Fun Belt Conference. Uh, this game, as we record live on a Wednesday night, this game happens tomorrow Ooh. in former Turner Field, Georgia State, two-point underdogs as they host Coastal. Becky, can Coastal I'm... pull it off? No. No. <laughs> Sean Elliott is going to come back, and he's going to like try to save a little bit of face here. And... I'm just giving it to Georgia State. Okay, <laughs> I'm taking I'm taking Coastal. I, I'm I'm a big believer in Grayson McCall as, as a quarterback, and I'm I'm just I'm, I'm I'm on the train. So I'm I'm taking Coastal here. I picked them to win the Fun Belt, and so I've really kind of got to stick with it. So there you go. Yeah, um, Coastal Carolina, the Chanticleers. The only place that Chanticleer is mentioned is in the Canterbury Tales. Tales. And they oh, took their they nickname they from the Canterbury Tales. Go with Coastal Carolina. Well, I have Canterbury Tales reference. Check. No idea. I haven't really uh, paid as much attention to the Sun Belt as y'all have apparently, but I should have because I do see. The well, they're beating they're everybody, having, dude. Yeah, they're having so much fun <laughs> down there. <laughs> they're better than the ACC. They're they're <laughs> winning over the ACC. And the <laughs> SEC. ACC team. Old That's Dominion. App State, Coastal, Which Georgia State making some noise. Yeah. Although Coastal is pretty close to being a Georgia really Southern, team, so. Georgia Southern ending Scott Frost's tenure at, at Nebraska. <laughs> yeah, but in their shall I, shall I keep going? Brick by brick. <laughs> yeah. A frost is um, closely related to a freeze. Just say. Huh. Ah. Oh, okay. Nice. I'm gonna take Coastal Carolina in that game. Mm, Yeah, I don't know anything about either one of these teams. I do know, if I remember correctly, either COVID year or last year, Coastal Carolina was like top 15 ranked. So I think they are a Coastal Carolina was vying for a playoff spot. Yeah. They had this epic battle with BYU and they were like elbowing chairs. And so, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm taking Coastal Carolina. I like watching Coastal Carolina because um, they're one of the few teams out there that when I watch them play, I learn football. You see something kind of new, and it's done a little bit differently, and that is what I enjoy about Coastal. So Jamie Chadwell has taken you, – you, you watch ball? You old ball coach. So Jamie, Jamie Chadwell has taken the triple option, both, both versions, like the Paul Johnson and the Wofford versions. They have molded it into a spread offense, 
and wow. they do some thirty. They do some thirty personnel stuff, where they have like three guys stacked in the backfield in gun. It's 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 some wild stuff what they do, with like midline option, veer option, and you know some of the stuff that they do and inside zone and veer. And Jeb just turned into the Riddler again. Um, Jeb, that's that's actually our cue. That's yeah. actually our cue. Jeb, Jeb's internet just quit, so uh, we Jeb's salute you. Like Captain Commodore here uh, that, that Jeb that Jeb put up. So we are SEC After Dark. If you joined in the chat, we thank you, John uh, Cassidy, uh, and Michael, and all the yes. other people that joined in. I saw some new names that I never saw before. The um, Jebler. So, <laughs> Jebler. <laughs> the Jebler. Uh, <laughs> that's great. I, I don't know. What's that's going good. On. That, that's great. But I, but I do love that you're so on top of it. Thank you, Steve. <laughs> Steve, is, Steve, is, Steve is on his game tonight. I, I wish I could have been this on top of it with Corey. If we'd have done that, we, he'd have been buzzed like at least two shows by now. I know. I know, yeah. like two full shows. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, we are SEC After Dark. We hope you enjoyed this show. We hope, we hope if you uh, decide to uh, put money on the games that we pick, we hope that you win copious amounts of dollars. Uh, I'll give you my Venmo so you can give me my cut. Um, but for Steven, Willis, Jeb Beecham, and Jake Thomas, I'm Corey Burton, our executive producer, Becky Willis, the voice of God. Voice of uh, God. We thank you for watching. And uh, check us out. We are SEC After Dark on the Believe Network, on Y'all's Conference Network, presented by Bet Online. We'll see you back here next week. Go dogs. All right. Take, Take care, people well. in chat. Hotty toddy. Good night, Dolly. <laughs> Goodbye, chat. Goodbye, Jebler. Jolene, 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 Jolene. <laughs> that's, that's just for you, Jeb. Yet. That's, yeah, that's just for you, Jeb. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs>